0: Welcome to another episode of the Outdoor Scholars Podcast, where you get a chance to learn all about the only program in the country that keeps students involved in the outdoors while educating them on career opportunities within the outdoor industry. Guys, we're back with another episode of Outdoor Scholars Podcast. I'm William Crawford, the host of this show. Uh, We've got uh, Jack and Tyler here with us today to talk a little bit about bow fishing. Uh, A group of of our students went down to Gulf Shores, Alabama this past weekend with Captain Ron and Night Shift Charters to do a little bow fishing, shot a few rays and some other type of of fish out there. So we're going to talk a little bit about their trip and, and what took place. Uh, First off, I want to thank Captain Ron uh, for for allowing uh, these groups of students to go down and and do a little fishing uh, this past weekend. Uh, Captain Ron has been very gracious to the program over the last few years. I think this is our fourth year going down and fishing with Captain Ron in night shift charters. Uh, We've even done a couple of uh, duck hunts with him down there on the the coast. Uh, Captain Ron is a, a great guy. He's fun-spirited, uh, and he's all about helping these young people out and uh, taking them out and, and showing them different adventures. So uh, to start off with, Jack, have you ever been bow
1: fishing before? I have not. I've never even shot a bow before, so it was it was a new experience. It was fun.
0: So, so talk a little bit about that. You've never shot a bow before. I know in the very beginning, Captain Ron always goes through kind of the do's and the don'ts and the how-to's and how to working this, this equipment. Uh, did you find it difficult or or anything when when he was going through the process and and teaching you how to do things, how not to do things? Did you think it was going to be a difficult night of of learning and trying to figure out everything?
1: I did. I was a little worried going into it. um, But after the first few shots, you kind of get the hang of it, and it it came pretty naturally, I think. Well talk, talking about the first few shots, how, how many shots do you think it
0: really took you to get honed in and, and what you were doing to give you that, that gave you just the utmost
1: confidence in, in shooting? Probably like three or four it was pretty wasn't as many as I expected um, but my second shot I shot a stingray right in the head so that was a pretty good shot. yeah, I was surprised. So so Tyler, have you ever bow
0: fished or shot a bow or done anything like that before?
2: I've never bowfished. I've bow hunted before, not not often, but uh, I've always wanted to go bow fishing, so it was a neat experience for sure.
0: Well, well, seeing that you've bow hunted before and you've you've shot a a, a bow, what what difference did you see in the two
2: in, in trying to to put it together to to have a successful night? Uh, bow fishing is a lot more kind of reacting on the fly because you're going down the bank and you see a fish and you got to make a real quick decision on which way it's turning and draw back and shoot quick. Whereas when you're bow hunting, you can be a lot more calculated with taking your time and everything. Yeah, and, and
0: for those of you that never have bow before, it's basically kind of like shooting a... We're, they're using compound bows that, that's got very minimal uh, draw weight to it, uh, but, but it's a lot like shooting a, a recurve or a longbow. You're not really aiming, it's more about feel uh, in what you're doing. So you don't have the, the sights, or peep site or anything like that. So, so it's all about the, the feel of it. Um, so, you know, going into the, to the night, I know you guys were excited uh, about this, uh, and, and, getting to go out and, and bow fish and do something you've never, never done before. Uh, have, have you guys ever watched like any kind of YouTube videos or, or anything that, that had somebody bow fishing that got you really excited about wanting to do
2: this? Uh, I think I've probably watched a few bow fishing YouTube videos, and I've just known about it, and I always thought it'd be something I'd really be interested in. I'm kind of interested in the primal weapons, I guess, like blowguns and, and recurve bows and stuff like that, so it's a cool, different different way to hunt. All right, so seeing you said that next year, I'm going to tell t- Captain Ron we're going to come down and, and shoot
0: rays with a blowgun okay i'd love to do that that'd be fun that that, that would be exciting i'm not real sure how you'd get your dart back or or how how you if you could tie a string to it like the you dude can with figure buck. it
2: out i've done it before
0: oh all right well all right next next episode we're gonna do uh, uh blow gun fishing uh with tyler Harless. so uh but anyway so going into the night you know it, it it seemed like a good night it was clear uh there wasn't any rain or anything like that what was the waters like were you able to see? Were the fish acting right? What did y'all see out there on the water?
1: Yeah, we saw the visibility was pretty good. We saw a lot of rays and um, and other fish, like hundreds of needlefish in ballyhoo. Um, the lights he has on the boat make it really easy to see into the water. Uh, there's a little bit of wind, which made it kind of difficult to see, but other than that, it was pretty good. Well, talking about the needlefish, you know, every time I've ever been down there and, and, and fished
0: with Captain Ryan, like you said, they're everywhere, but they're very hard to hit. But which one of you guys hit one? I did. What th- was Captain Ron amazed at, at your your archery skills seeing you never done this
1: before? He was. He said it was a pretty good shot. But I also shot at probably 80 of them, so <laughs> and that was the one I hit, but well, you as as he always told us whenever we went is
0: you're never going to hit anything if you don't shoot. Just just keep shooting. So um so they had the needlefish there. You shot some rays. Uh, Tyler, you got
2: a mullet? Mm-hmm. I shot a mullet. Uh, did y'all see many mullets out and about? Uh, yeah, we saw them. They're a lot more harder to hit because needlefish just kind of slowly swim by and rays will be stationed on the bottom. But mullet zip around real quick, and they're a lot tougher target to hit for sure.
0: Well, you know, the first couple times I ever bowfished, it was out on the river. And, and so you're shooting gar and, and um, carp, and, and they're very tough to hit compared to the rays because the rays are flat, mm-hmm. uh, flat surface, and, and you've got a, a lot more surface area to hit. Uh, but with those those carp and gar, it's it's almost like the way that they're shaped, that cylinder-type shape, it, it, it changes everything. It, it makes it a lot more difficult. So I, I could see how shooting those mullet from that perspective makes it makes it a little bit more uh, difficult. Um, but there's no doubt shooting those rays, you wouldn't think, even the small ones put up a, a good fight. Um, and, and talking about a good fight, I, I, I think pretty much everybody got them a, a nice, nice ray throughout the, the night. But, Harless, I, I hear you almost went overboard.
2: Yeah, well, uh, what happened was um, Captain Ron spotted one. And it was coming on my side, and so I shot it. And uh, something that I hadn't really realized is that he said that um, everybody's bow had about 25 yards of string on it. But I don't know what it was with my bow, but mine only had about 10 yards. And so I shot that ray, and it took off like a rocket, and it got to the end of its leash real quick. And I just about went for a swim if it wasn't for Captain Ron saving me. Well, Captain Ryan, he sent me a message and, and, and said that he saved one of the guys
0: from going, going overboard. He said it was a good thing you had on a big sweatshirt because it was something I could grab grab onto. So that, that would have made for a, a cold and uh, miserable rest of the,
2: the evening. Was it early in the trip or later on at the night? Mm, I think it was probably about an hour into it. So it definitely would have been a couple hours of being pretty cold. So so once you got it
0: back into the boat, I mean, was it a, was it a hard fight? Keeping it in to Captain Ryan like literally
2: have to hold you to help you pull it in. Uh, I think he pretty much grabbed the line and pulled it in. But I mean, he'd grab the line and it would start pulling line out of his hands, and I mean that sucker was mad. They're yeah. just pure muscle. Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. If you
0: ever catch one on a rod and reel, I don't know. Did y'all ever catch one in Venice last year when when, when red fishing? No. I didn't. Uh, we we've caught some in the past down there, and, and you think you've got a monster because those jokers just mm-hmm. just hover down there on the, the bottom and, and it's almost like there's suction to it and, and won't come up. But uh, did did you happen to know, did y'all weigh it? Did y'all know how big it was or, or what did Captain Ron say about it as far as size goes or what they normally normally get down there? Um,
2: he said that it was a big one. I think each of us shot one that he estimated to be about 40 pounds. Good gracious. So that, that that's some big, big rays right there.
0: Uh, we've never... In my times going down with him, we've never gotten anything quite that large. Uh, I know last year, uh, Justin Barnes uh, was able to get a really big flounder, one that was out of the, the norm. So that was really cool to, to get to see you guys do that and, uh, you know, have such a great time. Speaking of
1: flounder, did y'all see any flounder while you were out? We saw one little one, but we weren't allowed to shoot it because it was too small, but kind of a bummer, but I guess they just aren't pulling up as good right now
0: yeah and and the flounder it it typically a little bit later on in the month and then getting into the first of november when the waters cool off a little bit it it, they start moving back in and you know here in in alabama it's been a hot dry uh last two months basically and uh we're just now starting to get a little bit of cooler weather this actually this week is the first little cool snap that we've we've had uh, for the year, so they're not quite moving in yet, but they'll be here before for long. I've I've never been down there when it's when it's really hot and really on, but Captain Ryan says it's it's something else to see and go out and go flounder gigging and and uh, fill you a cooler up to bring bring those flounder home. Um, anything
1: else y'all saw? Did y'all see any sharks or any black drum or anything like that? We saw a good bit of baby barracudas. Um, I don't think anyone shot any of them. they were pretty hard to hit, but. Uh, I shot a crab, too. We saw a couple crabs, and that was about it. Well, that's think. cool. Uh, any redfish? I know in Alabama you can't shoot redfish. Did y'all
0: see any? We saw one. Saw one? Yeah. I, I know, you know, that. I, I wish in Alabama you could go out and, and shoot redfish. I know in Louisiana you can, and I'm not sure about other states, but uh, that would be so much fun to, to get you a big red on a, on a bow and, and you told him about a fight. You thought that stingray fought hard, hardless. You, you get your oh, big old no. redfish. I bet that stingray could drag one around. <laughs> well, you know, the the night, it, it sounded like y'all had a, a great time out there with, with Captain Ron. Um, you know, it's an experience, I know, for me and for the other students that's been in the past, uh, an experience of a, of a lifetime. Uh, what will you take away from this trip, Jack, and, and this being your first first bow fishing trip and and getting to experience the night that y'all had
1: it definitely got me hooked on the sport i've been looking into bows online now since i've gotten back um so i'm trying to work something out where i can get one and start doing it around here a little bit more
2: what about you tyler yeah i'd definitely be more than willing to go back with captain ron and do it again and get my own bow set up and try to shoot some stuff around the house it was definitely a really cool experience it's it's
0: fun. There's there's no doubt about it, and uh, heck, it's it's great to see that that sport grow uh, over the last couple years to, to where now there's there's bow fishing tournaments and, and such around. And uh, but you got to have the right equipment from from the bows to the lights, generator, everything, the boat uh, to to make it happen. But uh, now, now that you've got a little little taste of it, shooting those those big old rays, we need to go out to the to the river and. Shoot some some carp and some gar, and really put your you guys' uh, skills to the test. You know, talking about shooting and, and skills, what did what did you end up finding out that that really helped you in in having successful shots on these these
1: rays? Uh, what did you do to that that, that just worked? You definitely got to aim a little bit below them because the water refracts the light, it makes them look like they're in a different spot than they are and I kind of learned that if you kind of follow them while you're drawed back it makes it a little easier to hit them. So so you talk about aiming a little bit lower how did you go about aiming
0: seeing that there's not a a pin or a peep sight or any kind of device to to really look at
1: you just draw back and shoot? I think you just kind of look to see where the arrow is supposed to go or looks like it's going to go and that's basically how you do it it's basically all instinct for the most part
0: absolutely what about you Harley saying that you've shot a bow before and, and hunted with a bow you know what did you find that helped helped you the most uh, in having success
2: uh I mean I don't think much of my previous bow experience I mean I don't have much bow experience but I don't think it really helped me because I mean jack shot a smaller fish than I did and he's never shot a bow so it was a totally different thing in the water refracting added a different element to it and um but it was really cool well as captain ron always says in the very beginning
0: it doesn't matter if you're uh an expert archer or have no experience at all or if you're a kid or female or a male or your age or whatnot anybody can can pick this up in very quick amount of time and and he always says just shoot 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 and you'll pick up on it very very quickly um you know the the trip itself you guys have Y'all were on the red fishing trip last year that we went on down to Venice. Now you've done this. Uh, Talk a little bit about just the experience that you guys have
2: had through the program and the opportunities that have been presented to you guys. I think it's really awesome getting to go on these trips. I mean, red fishing and bow fishing is two things that I've I've really wanted to do for quite some time now, and I'm pretty sure that at this point, I wouldn't have done either of them without the Outdoor Scholars Program. So I'm really grateful and thankful for these experiences.
1: And uh, I'm from up north, so this stuff is all kind of new to me. And uh, without the Outdoor Scholars Program, I probably wouldn't get the opportunity to do it, which I'm really grateful for. Well,
0: and, and you know, that's the thing about this program is all the opportunities that it presents to, to all these students and young people in the program. And, you know, as, as I've told many of you before, you know, I never had the opportunity to go out on, on these kind of trips and hunts and, and whatnot until after college and until I started making my own money and could could pay and uh, afford to, to go and do these things. And, and here you are, you guys are, are part of such a, a great and cool program that kind of presents this stuff to you and it, it kind of keeps you guys motivated to, to want to pursue and get out there and do more so you can get out there and and, and enjoy the, the the outdoors. So anything else, you guys, anything else fun happened, funny happened on the trip that, that y'all can think of?
1: Jackson kept me up snoring a lot. Um, but other than that, I don't think so. <laughs> so so Jackson was a
0: snorer. Uh, we're not going to talk much about Jackson, seeing that he's not, not here to take
2: part in this, this podcast. <laughs> so uh, what about you, Harless? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess Jackson snoring was – was interesting. We we went to the uh the original oyster house down there and had us a good pregame meal before we went out and shot some fish, so that was a bonus for sure. Did uh did Captain Ron have any yoo hoos in his cooler? He had two, of course. I was the third man out, I didn't get one. <laughs> but that's fine. That, that, that was that was one of the
0: things I thought of when, when y'all were down there. I saw where y'all ate, which I love the original oyster house. Great great restaurant there in Gulf Shores. And then I started thinking, man, about 11 o'clock, once you get good and go in in that bow fishing, he always has a nice cold yoo in his cooler. (laughs) So again, we want to thank Captain Ryan uh, with Night Shift Charters for uh, being such a great uh, partner and and sponsor of the Outdoor Scholars Program and allowing us to go out and do a little bow fishing with him. Uh, If you're ever down in the Gulf Shores area, Um, and want to go bow fishing or if you're on a family vacation, just want to take a night out to to go do something different, uh, look him up. He's on Facebook. He does a lot of his business through Facebook. It's Night Shift Charters. Captain Ron, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. He's always going to have you on fish, and you're going to have a good time, just a good guy to, to, to be around. So, again, we thank you, Captain Ron, for all that you do for the Outdoor Scholars Program. So that wraps up this podcast. Uh, I want to thank everyone that's listened and and all the supporters um, through this first season of, of Outdoor Scholars Podcast. Check back with us soon to see where in the world we may be and what in the world we may be doing. If you enjoyed today's podcast, do us a favor and hit the subscribe button. Also, it would really help us out if you would rate and review. Be sure to come back often for a new episode of Outdoor Scholars Podcast.